This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's Friday night. It's the preview show. It's the No Nay Never podcast. Hello and welcome to the preview show brought to you by the No Nay Never podcast. I am your host, Natalie Bromley, but joining me as ever is the headliner of the preview show, the main man himself, Captain Dave Statman Roberts. Dave, hello, hello. Hello, Natalie. Hello. <laughs> That's my fake applause. <laughs> we should just get some applause sound effects. That would be good. Um, well, Dave, it's been a long time since I spoke to you. Not really. <laughs> no it isn't uh, as is the nature of project restart and the premier league games are coming thick and fast as we do keep mentioning so um our recording schedule is just all over the place at the moment and and, and dave and i are are recording this very very quickly after the uh the west ham recording preview show so we're a little bit all over the place so do please bear with us there might be some sections that maybe don't run in this oh my god what was that <laughs> something just fell off the ceiling onto my desk this is excellent um okay i'm gonna just make sure i tell i don't know if should we should tell Matt. shall we tell Matt that should we just leave it in <laughs> let's leave it in that'll be funny that's woken you all up listeners hasn't it that absolutely scared me to death did that it, it woke like, me up <laughs> Excuse me, one of the most dramatic moments on the previous show that we've ever had. I'm going to leave that in. I think it's funny. Um, we are, of course. <laughs> Whew, um, where were we, Dave? Yes, of course. We are looking at another edition of the preview show, and we are going to be previewing our trip away to the Premier League champions for 2020, and that is, of course, Liverpool. Saturday, 12th of July at 3 p.m. Wow, 11th. 3 p.m. kickoff. 11th of July. Uh, 11th of July, indeed, um, at 3pm, which is going to be live on BT Sport 2. But before we get there, um, we have some quiz questions to answer, Dave, because, of course, we had um, a bumper-bumper issue of the West Ham game where we asked about 45 different quiz questions, didn't we? So why don't we recap, please, and tell our listeners what questions you asked in our 1,000th 
League Edition blah 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 episode that we did. <laughs> well, that was it. Yes, it was our special, wasn't it, for previewing our thousandth game of the twenty first century and all the questions related to those thousand games. And question one was against which team do Burnley have the most wins in all competitions since 2000? Are we doing the answers okay. in between? Or are we doing all Yes, what was that answer? What was well, that answer to question one? Well, the answer to that one was Watford. We've beaten them 16 times, uh, and that's four Wicked more words. than any other team in that time. Wow, excellent. So well done if you got that one right. Question number two, Dave. Uh, that was which two opposition players have scored the most goals against Burnley? We'd put originally in the 999 games, although we've played a thousand now and no other players have uh, have matched it. So, uh, which two opposition players have scored the most goals against Burnley in those thousand games of the 21st century so far? Excellent. And what um, what about question three? You don't want the answer to question two. I thought that was the answer. No, which two opposition players? So they were Sergio Aguero ah, okay. and Sorry. David Nugent were the two players, and they've scored nine goals did. each against Burnley since 2000. Excellent. This has been a very chaotic start to this this particular edition of the of the uh, previous show. It is a good job that our listeners are faithful and adore us, because <laughs> otherwise they'd be switching off and saying, what are you doing, you maniacs? Um, I could have sworn that you gave the answer then. My brain is not working. Question three, please, Dave. Uh, finally, question three was, which opposition manager have Burnley faced more than any other in the matches we've played so far in the 21st century? And the answer? The answer was Neil Warnock. He's been... Uh, in the opposition dugout for 22 matches as opposition manager in the past 20 years. Excellent. Well, we've had a bit of a short gap in between recording the previous show for West Ham and the Liverpool one, so we haven't yet had time for um, listeners to even download and listen to the West Ham show or even submit their answers. So we don't yet have a list of uh, people who entered or anybody who got it right. So hang fire on that because we will come back to you. Um, And of course, Dave, we're going to have another quiz question for you at the end of this show, except there'll just be one this time because it's not a special edition. It's a chaotic edition, but it's not a special edition. So, let's move on to this week's preview. Opposition stats. Okay, Dave, so we are now, thankfully, and now we are not just safe, but flying up the table towards European qualification. We we do get to uh, play the champions who are obviously now fully crowned champions and are not chasing, <laughs> chasing the title. So, why don't you tell us what happened, what's happened, sorry, since the last time we met? Well, yeah, Liverpool have been worthy champions of England, I would say, this season. And the formality of confirming their first Premier League title, uh, which we have to remember, and their first top-flight title for 30 years, because it was the old first division when they last won it, uh, that happened a couple of weeks ago when Manchester City lost to Chelsea at Stamford Bridge and that confirmed the uh, the title for them. Uh, Liverpool visited Turf Moor at the end of August and they eased to a 3-0 win in a Saturday tea-time kickoff and that was in front of the Sky Sports cameras. And they haven't looked back since then. They've led the way from the very start, and they still only lost uh, two Premier League matches all season. And they've built up a lead of more than 20 points over second-place Manchester City. Excellent. So, of course, we're heading to Anfield. So why don't you um, tell our listeners all about that stadium and the capacity? 
Yeah, well, the Anfield's been Liverpool's home since they were founded in 1892. But prior to that, I think we probably mentioned this when we uh, played the away game at Everton, um, it was also where Everton played their home games uh, prior to that. In fact, the only reason Liverpool Football Club came into existence was that uh, there was a rent dispute. It resulted in Everton moving away from Anfield and Liverpool with a new club, which was formed to take over the empty stadium. Um, under normal circumstances, Anfield now has a capacity of around about 54,000, and that follows the recent expansion of the main stand, and there were plans to increase this further to over 60,000, with a further expansion of the Anfield road end, but this now seems to have been put on hold uh, following the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, as it is, there'll be just about uh, 300 people present at Anfield this Saturday. That's the current limit for the necessary people required um, to run all the things for uh, the Premier League games. That's the, the, the limit they've set. Um, and obviously, that's the number that they'll admit into the ground um, at the moment anyway, in terms of what can be done safely. Hopefully, as we say, um, we'll, we'll see more uh, fans return to grounds as things become safer yeah. going forward. When do you think that will be, Dave? I reckon, um, I reckon September. Well, I I think it may start to happen, but I think it may be phased. It may may have to be phased in terms of being um, smaller numbers. I think the difficulty you said is in terms of certain grounds as well is is not so much inside the stadium, but the um, going in, going out, and the, the concourse areas. Yeah, that's that's going to be the real issue. So there'll be a lot of work going on to uh, look at that. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what happens globally as well. By the time the Premier League is 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 up back and running again, and I suspect they'll probably finish a little, sorry, start a little bit later than they had planned. We might the the world might be in a much healthier place. The the virus may have gone. You know, we might be out of pandemic mode. You just don't know. It is it is a while off yet. We have got a good couple of months before we we need to get to that point. So fingers crossed. Um, I didn't know that by the way about Everton. Um, that they started at Anfield. That's you obviously weren't listening when we did the Everton yeah. preview show, were you? Probably not. Today. <laughs> Probably not. I do sometimes. Like, sometimes I follow the words as you're writing them on our script so I know where we've got to. But also sometimes that distracts me too much and I'm trying to do too much other stuff in the background and click on recording and stuff. So some, so for some sections, I've had to like just just follow the last word of the paragraph so I know when to cue in. But this is a bit of a behind-the-scenes thing. But sometimes I'm having to do other things in the background. So, I, uh, yeah, I don't always listen. So I wasn't listening to that. So I could, I could be saying anything, really. You probably could. You probably do. You've probably squeezed all sorts of little Easter eggs in there and over the course of this season. Not, not, not deliberate ones, no. <laughs> it's just because I've got other things to do while I'm recording. I've got other things and I'm looking at other screens and I'm looking at stats and I'm trying to cue you in and I'm looking at the recording and sound levels and things. So, you know, it's, it's all very technical, Dave. Anyway, heaviest burn defeat, please. <laughs> Well, Burnley have lost twice to Liverpool at Anfield by a margin of four goals, um, including a 4-0 defeat in Burnley's first Premier League season in 2009-10. However, there was one even more devastating defeat in a match that took place on Boxing Day 1928. Uh, Liverpool ended this first division game as winners by an 8-0 scoreline, and it could have been even more. Burnley goalkeeper George Somerville, making his first appearance in over a year, also saved a penalty. Excellent. So on to more positive news, what about the biggest Burnley win? Uh, well, Burnley's biggest win against Liverpool at Anfield was actually our first ever visit to play them there. Uh, that was way back in November 1894, and that was a first division match. Um, there was a crowd of 
around 8,000 people avail uh, at the match. It does actually vary from publication to publication. I've seen other ones with sort of five and 6,000, but the, the Burnley um, publications are reporting 8,000 as the crowd for it. Uh, and Burnley won the match 3-0. Uh, goals from Tom Nicholl, Peter Turnbull and Archie Livingston. They got the three goals for Burnley to give us a, a 3-0 win, and that's our best win ever at Anfield. Excellent. Now, I suspect we probably have to delve quite back into the archives for this one, but when was the Burnley's last win? Uh, well, we do have to go quite a way back for this one. That's back to uh, September 1974 for our last win at Anfield. Uh, again, it was a first division match and a 37th minute goal from Ian Brennan was the only goal of the game to give the Clarets the victory and two points, as it was back then, in front of a crowd of just under 45,000. Uh, we've actually played Liverpool at Anfield 12 times since that win uh, in all competitions, and we've lost 10 of those games, and we've drawn two. Which brings us nicely on to the next section. Indeed, our head-to-head comparison. What are those figures, Dave? Right, well, Burnley's overall away record against Liverpool stands at played 51. We've won 8, drawn 12 and lost 31. That gives us a win percentage of 15.7%. And that's slightly inferior to our overall away average win percentage against all the other teams we play this season. Uh, if you remember when we discussed this previously, that stands at round about 20% or one win in five. Uh, for top flight away matches, it's uh, played 41. We've won eight of those, uh, we've drawn 11, we've lost 22, which gives us a, a win percentage for top flight away games against Liverpool of 19.5%, which doesn't sound too bad um, on the face of it, but uh, both of those figures mask the fact that the majority of Burnley's away wins against Liverpool have been in the dim and distant past. We've already mentioned our f- uh, last away win there was in the 1970s, uh, and no win in 12 since then. And if we take that back to the period following the end of World War II, Burnley have won just three away matches out of 33 against Liverpool since competitive league football resumed in 1946-47. If we look at the Premier League era, uh, Burnley have drawn one and lost four of the previous five visits to play Liverpool at Anfield. And the draw was a 1-1 scoreline. That was in September 2017 with Scott Arfield scoring Burnley's goal. Uh, but we have at least scored on all of our last three visits to Anfield, even if these games have only just uh, le- yielded one point for us. Excellent. They are good stats. Um, so then moving on to the game at the weekend then, Dave, who is going to be the referee? Who's going to be the man in the middle? Uh, we've got David Coote from Nottingham. He's been appointed as the referee for Saturday's match at Anfield. Uh, Burnley have a decent record with him in charge. Um, we've won four of the past eight games, uh, three draws and just one defeat. Um, and he's also managed to keep his red cards in his pocket for all of these eight games. His only other match in the middle involving Burnley so far this season was the 2-0 home win in the Premier League against Norwich City back in September. And the video assistant referee on Saturday will be Chris Kavanagh. Excellent. Well, let's hope they have a good game and we don't have any ridiculous decisions. Celebrity fans! Final section then in this initial preview, my favourite one to come on to. And you've got some work to cut out after this fantastic West Ham um, section that you did. But who are Liverpool's celebrity fans? Well, we've picked out seven to mention. And uh, we've done it again in ascending order by number of Twitter followers. So Excellent. First of all, we've got Scottish television and theatre actor Mark Bonnar. Uh, he's got 27,000 Twitter followers. Uh, singer and musician. I don't know who he is. Singer, 
he's always oh, been in quite a few things. Humans, if you watch that, he's been in Line of Duty, oh, okay. going back quite a few mean. things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, singer and musician Elvis Costello. He's got 116,000 Twitter followers. Uh, TV and radio broadcaster Kirsty Gallagher. Uh, the real Kirsty G on Twitter has 430,000 followers. Uh, singer Melanie Chisholm, Mel C of Spice Girls fame, has got 610,000 followers. Uh, and then we're going up into the next level in ones with a million or more followers. We've got uh, tennis player Caroline Wozniacki. Uh, she's got 3 million Twitter followers. Uh, comedian John Bishop has got 3.5 yeah. million followers. And finally, top of the tree in terms of the seven we've chosen, uh, American film actor Samuel L. Jackson has got 8.4 no. million followers. He is not a Liverpool fan. I yeah, call well, that. Well, they, they, they're sometimes a little bit tenuous. I think it, it, it did... Um, <laughs> He did. He <laughs> did. Fil- there was a film, wasn't there? What was it called? There was a film that was uh, filmed in in Liverpool, so maybe it tied in with uh, with that. But I've, yeah. I've, I've checked this out, and he's he's kind of a, a, a closet Liverpool fan, perhaps. Excellent. He can always tweet everywhere. us to let us know, can't he? Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm sure he will. I'm sure our little podcast will uh, fall onto his radar, <laughs> or maybe not. Statman Dave's stat of the week. So let's finish the Liverpool preview then, Dave, with a little delve into the the bank of Statman, Dave. Why don't you give our listeners your miscellaneous stat of the week? Okay, well, this week's stat of the week uh, relates to red cards. And to my knowledge, there have only been two red cards in past matches between Liverpool and Burnley at Anfield. Uh, I'm sure someone will get in touch if they know this to be incorrect. Uh, But both of those sendings off were in the same match. That was an FA Cup fourth round replay in February 1995. Liverpool were leading 1-0 through a John Barnes goal and there were less than 10 minutes to play when Burnley striker Liam Robinson broke free. A cynical challenge from Liverpool defender Neil Ruddock quite rightly ended up with him getting his marching orders as his professional foul denied what would have been a clear goal-scoring opportunity. The second red card was shown to Burnley's Ted McMinn after the final whistle following comments he made to the linesman. Tin man. Yes, that's If I remember rightly, was that what it was called? Ted McMinn. Excellent. Um, Well, I guess if you're going to play Liverpool away, Dave, uh, towards the end of the season when you're already safe and they've already been crowned champions, is probably the, the best time you can get to have to go there, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I guess the the, the maybe maybe they're going to be three, four, five percent off from what they were. Bearing in mind that the the pressure's off a little bit. Having said that, they have uh, uh, won mm. again, haven't they? They've beaten uh, beaten Brighton, so um, it, it's never easy going there. Never easy going to Anfield. We know our record's not brilliant, but as you say, it might be an opportunity. And we're on a a bit of a roll at the moment. We had the the heavy defeat yeah. against Manchester City, but. Either side of that, it's uh, just one defeat in, in 12. It's a magnificent performance um, from a team that's depleted in terms of numbers. And I think we've we've come through and whichever players are given that shirt, the 11 that go out on the pitch, give everything for Sean Dyche and Burnley Football yeah. Club. And uh, it's been been marvellous, really, in terms of the, the, well, certainly the four matches after uh, Manchester City. We've got uh, 10 points from 12. It's uh, incredible, bearing in mind what we've had uh, available to us in terms of personnel. Yeah, definitely. I'm pretty sure the boys um, picked this up last night when they were talking on the, on the main show as well. But um, quick shout out to how Josh Brownhill has, has muscled his way into that side and looks like he's been playing Premier League football his entire life. 
and Eric Peters as well. I mean, he's come in and playing out yeah, of position and, and doing really well. So um, it's just I mean, Kevin Long coming back in. He looks like he's, he's never been out of the side. Uh, Nick Pope's uh, playing really well. Another another clean sheet again uh, uh, against West Ham. So you know, it's 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 been been really really uh, really good performance from all the players. And you know, hope we can just keep them enough fit to have enough players to uh, to complete the season. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, prediction then? What do you think will the, the score will be? I'm torn. I've, I've, my, my gut feel is that we'll we'll lose and we'll probably get beaten three 0 So I'll I'll go with that. But there's kind of a nagging doubt, like you said, that it might be a good time to play them. It might be one yeah. of those where it's everything comes right. We get the first goal. We hold on. I don't know. It's it, they may be resting some players as well, so it, it may be a good yeah, time to play them. One. But it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. We know that. Yeah, definitely tough. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna. I think we're gonna get something. I'm gonna say one-one. I think it's gonna be one of those games where we take the lead again because we always seem to take the lead at, at Anfield, don't we? We score first. We scored the last three times. Uh, yeah, it's 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 certainly yeah. an improvement compared to what what it was. And that that comes on when we're looking at the uh, quiz question later as well. That relates to us uh, our goals at Anfield. Excellent. I'm giving away your trade secrets, and I haven't scrolled down to the bottom of the page yet, so I didn't know what was coming. So apologies if I've ruined a segment for you. No, you don't. Um, but yeah, I, I've got a, I've got a feeling I'm going to get a point, so I'm going to say one one, and that'd be good. Okay, and then finally, in our last section of this week's preview show, we do not have a fantasy Premier League update for you because, of course, we are recording this back to back with the West Ham preview, and actually, even I think by the time this goes out on air on probably Friday, I'm not sure we'll have completed all of the games yet. I'm not quite sure where we're up to on the fix your list so game week 34 is still in progress and we're going to skip it this week um but obviously we'll give you a more comprehensive um look at the fantasy premier league um in our next preview show so instead we are finishing this week's episode with just the quiz question which let's face it is everybody's favorite section anyway Monday's quiz question Dave, what is this week's ooh, tricky quiz question? Yeah, well, to, uh, yeah, the tricky quiz question. I think it is quite tricky because it goes back in time and that does tend to uh, stump quite a few people. Um, Ashley Barnes scored Burnley's goal at Anfield in a 2-1 defeat in March 2017. But prior to that match, who had been the last Burnley player to score against Liverpool at Anfield and what was the year? Oh my god, that is a tough question. There's going to be—I I can think of it. One or two listeners are going to probably know that off the top of their heads, but I'm not sure I would even know what where to guess at that. Um, but why don't you tell our listeners, Dave, how they can submit their questions, please? Yeah, they can tweet us or send us a direct message on Twitter. That's at No Near Never. Uh, alternatively, email us podcast at No dot net. And uh, it's also possible to reply to the post of this preview show, which will be going up on the No Near Never Facebook page. And we will reveal the correct answer at the start of our next preview show, which will be looking at the Wolves match, I believe. Excellent. It will be indeed. Well, that is all we have time for this week. It is a slightly shorter preview show, obviously, with the with them coming thick and fast. But we do hope you enjoyed it all the same. Um Apologies if you don't particularly find our chaotic start endearing and part of the known and ever charm. 
<laughs> charm and it just annoyed you. Um, it is very late at night. Um, we are a little bit all over the place and we are desperately trying to get um, a recording out for you rather than skip it. So um, if you found it endearing and you were laughing at, at my misfortune and things landing on me from my ceiling and mishearing quick questions and all sorts of chaos then um i'm glad you enjoyed it <laughs> and I, I happily take your um laughing with grace um thank you to producer matt for editing of this together i have already sent him a message in the show notes before i have even finished recording to say this week's a bit of a shocker so sorry <laughs> so yeah sorry about that um but of course my main thanks go to dave robert statman dave who as i say every week puts in an extraordinary amount of work to the previous show and quite frankly this was, would not be the show that it is um without him so dave thank you it is a pleasure as always um thanks to you the listener for downloading and listening to this week's episode and for being with us for the main show as well um dave and i will be back next time um in the meantime enjoy your liverpool away and and yeah enjoy giving the champions a guard of honor um this has been the preview show brought to you by the known and ever podcast until next time the talk sport fan network is proudly teaming up with free for mental health awareness week this year as football fans we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.